the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show as the countdown is on for the final week of the 2018 regular session of the Florida Legislature. Well, today our eyes, our focus are on the Florida House of Representatives. Yesterday, you know that uh, we uh, spent a lot of time uh, over on the Senate side during our two-hour program because the Senate was taking up their uh, comprehensive response package to the Parkland School shooting. As you know, yesterday that bill passed out of that chamber by a vote of 20 to 18. Just two Democrats coming over to vote for that for that bill, and that was Senator Rader from down in Naples and Senator Book from the Broward area, both of which uh, talked about the fact that they wanted to make some progress, even though both uh, did not want to see uh, any provisions for teachers uh, to be armed in any way in any classrooms. And, of course, they are seeking a ban in um, guns similar to an AR-15. Now, the bill has moved over to the Florida House of Representatives. Earlier today, they waived the rules. And uh, around 11, 30, 12 o'clock, uh, the Florida House has, been, uh, has taken up Senate Bill 7026, same bill number. Now, what's going to happen is uh, the House was waiting for the Senate to go ahead and send over their version. They are not happy, they being, um, well, Democrats and Republicans for different reasons. They are not particularly happy with the legislation. And so um, we uh, started out in questions and answers, and then we've moved into uh, the amendments. So let me uh, give you a little bit of the backdrop of what's happening, and we're going to take your calls in just a moment as well. By the way, the phone lines will be open at 877-943-9673. I'll just go with the uh, toll-free number, both in Florida and around the state, 877-943-9673. So uh, let me set the bill aside for just a moment and give you the general um, uh, recap of where we're at right now. And that is um, today, Tuesday at midnight, if the Florida legislature is going to end on time, the 60th day is this Friday. And it's this Friday at 11.59. Now, for budgetary purposes, the only thing the Florida legislature is uh, bound to do is to agree on a budget. Now, um, Quite frankly, the last couple of hours, I don't know exactly where we are at as of late last night. All the committees, they have conference committees between the House and the Senate. They were trying to work out the differences in the two budgets. Senate will set their budget. The House will set theirs. And so uh, I know that all the committees took it as far as it was going to go last night. So today, uh, and again, very difficult with what's going on in the House of Representatives, um, it has now been what we call bumped. Bumped meaning bumped up. Bumped up probably at this point to the two 
um, chamber leaders. Uh, that would be Senator Joe Negron, president of the Florida Senate. And then uh, down the hall uh, would be the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Richard Corcoran, as you know, uh, resides right here in uh, our listening area. Then those two leaders will look at the differences, and then uh, the question is when they will resolve those differences. The uh, budget has to be uh, uh, voted on and laid on the desk for 72 hours. Now, I happen to believe, and uh, I have uh, said this all along, if you have been with uh, our exclusive Florida coverage of the Florida legislature, uh, in the first week when we lost not one but two state senators, uh, one to sexual harassment, one to uh, an inappropriate affair with a lobbyist, uh, that was distraction number one. Why? Because the budget chair was Senator Jack Latvala from right here in Pinellas County, very powerful, very knowledgeable member of the uh, Florida Senate. Well, uh, he was forced to resign. Then all of those responsibilities um, were then transferred, and now we have been working with a new uh, appropriations chief. Very, very uh, powerful position. Uh, but nonetheless, it's scrambling to uh, get traction to go forward. So as I mentioned earlier, that was a big distraction to the normal process of uh, getting things uh, accomplished. And then uh, when the horrible, horrific uh, news began to unfold about uh, the massacre at uh, Parkland, Parkland School, uh, I mentioned then, and uh, only because... You know, I do have a couple of decades of experience here that the first distraction was uh, certainly uh, not helpful. The second huge distraction, I said then, and it's playing out today, uh, that uh, pardon the gambling expression because you know I'm anti-gambling, but all bets were off as to where and how we were going to be wrapping this thing up because there was no doubt with the um, not only the media but the student reaction and as the details started coming forth of the 17 uh, souls that were uh, unnecessarily taken uh, on that uh, very, very horrible afternoon, that uh, with the ensuing uh, visits, protests, and a high profile, because the Florida legislature was in session, not only here in the state but around the country, I said then that uh, this was going to change everything for this session. So here we are. If uh, the um, if the massacre had not taken place at Parkland, I would be talking with you about two major things today. One would be the budget, where we're at, and number two, uh, whether the legislature was going to try and do a preemptive move on the voters who are going to be voting on gambling expansion uh, come in the fall. So with that, um, let me just tell you that yesterday we're going to let you hear from the Senate It's an entirely different chamber. You might know from your civics or your history lessons uh, about we have an upper chamber and a lower chamber. Same dynamics occur in Washington with the U.S. House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate. Here the number is a little bit different. In a normal day, the Florida Senate has 40 seats and the Florida House has 120 seats. And just like uh, what you remember from history and civics, that the House is a much more raucous uh, environment. Um, And you're going to be maybe seeing excerpts of that. We just had quite an exchange between 
um, uh, state rep uh, James Grant, Jamie Grant from right here in Tampa, disclosure, good, good personal friend, both he and his his dad, former state senator John Graham, Beverly, the family, et cetera, et cetera, had quite an exchange with uh, one of the Democratic members because uh, the member had had an amendment about gun shows, and uh, when he was uh, asked by Senator Grant certain things about uh, if he really knew how gun shows operate, how many guns are sold through, quote-unquote, the dealer, how many guns are sold on the side, person-to-person, well, when the representative on the Democratic side couldn't answer that question, it got, it got quite testy. It will be more testy here in the House, and uh, it's going to be more lengthy. Now, let me tell you uh, what happened. As the bill was introduced earlier today, just before noontime, they go into some general Q&A. So you had your Q&A, then we started moving through the amendments. Now, the first amendment was from Representative Moskowitz, who is the Democratic, uh, one of the Democratic leaders, uh, and um, particularly, um, uh, it, it was it was um, uh, uh, very very interesting because this uh, the district that Representative Moskowitz represents is well right where the Parkland School is. He is a Parkland School alumni. In fact, his uh, preschool child was just a block away at the time of the shooting, and uh, uh, when word got back the House was in session, uh, they got word to the representative. He came off the floor. He was with the Speaker. He was with the Speaker. Uh, the, the Speaker is going to be coming up the next two years, Oliva. They huddled in their office, and so uh, that was certainly uh, one of those uh, bipartisan moments. But where we're at here, the First Amendment, the very First Amendment, had to do with uh, whether or not any teacher or any school personnel would be armed. You have to know that at 9 o'clock this morning, the Democrats caucused, uh, the Democrats in the Florida House, and they caucused, and uh, I believe that they're trying to have a lockstep uh, agreement that uh, if uh, teachers are going to be armed, they're going to vote down this bill whenever we're at the point for the final vote. Well, there was an amendment that uh, Moskowitz ran the very first amendment to absolutely take uh, the school, the arming of teachers, concealed, whatever level of special training, special qualification, all of that didn't matter. He uh, ran the first amendment to be considered, and that was to strip all of that out of the bill. And um, that went along party line votes, and I had jotted that number down, don't have it with me. Something like 41, 42 um, supported it, and that would be those on the left, the Democrats, and about 71 of the members um, uh, said no. So right off the bat, that amendment went down. Now, um, I don't know what the number is. Somebody mentioned 90 amendments. I can tell you that I have not gone through the number of them. But to each of the amendments that have been filed to the bill, we are now in the long and arduous process of all of uh, hearing all of those amendments. And I can tell you in the Florida House, when you're sitting for a much longer time in the Senate, and quite frankly, when there's 120, you've got more uh, discussions from the hard left, more discussions coming out of the hard right. You've got the anti-NRA settlement. You've got the pro-NRA settlement. And so all that is a different dynamic in the House of Representatives. And that's why we'll take you to the House floor 
uh, in just a moment when we have an opportunity to come back from our first break. But at the same time, uh, I'll also try and inform you, um, your governor, even among Republicans, which is probably the majority of our office, our uh, listeners being conservative, I can tell you that Governor uh, Scott does not support arming teachers in any way. Richard Corcoran, Speaker of the House, ha- has, of course, been open to or- arming the teachers, as is the Florida Senate. Um, and on top of that, uh, there's no ban of any guns. Uh, there is uh, a provision to uh, uh, not allow uh, until you're 21 to purchase, uh, say, a shotgun or an AR uh, or a long rifle until you're, it'll be a total ban on any purchase of guns until you're 21. I can tell you that Marion Hammer with the NRA, as well as all the NRA, and there's there's a, there's a divide within the Republican camp uh, of, uh, of the fact that they are not happy with the bill as it stands. So uh, this is going to be quite some drama as this thing unfolds, because you're going to have the Democrats totally opposed to the legislation. You'll hear that over and over. And it remains to be seen when the final vote is taken. Um, Richard Corcoran is uh, suggesting to the Republican members that they go with this bill for now. There are there are some uh, who are very staunch Second Amendment uh, adherents. They understand uh, that uh, amendment. They understand their rights. Uh, they may vote no, along with Democrats, for totally different reasons. It's not going to happen between now and 6 o'clock. They have hours of debate to, to continue on. So phone lines are open. <clears throat> We're going to take you to the floor of the House, but then uh, we'll hear a little bit, and then I'll come back. And uh, very interested to hear uh, what your thoughts are as this is progressing. Not only is the nation watching this bill, but a lot of people watching it right here in the state of Florida. It is the number one bill here that we're going to be watching today. So uh, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment as we bring you the only live exclusive coverage here in the state of Florida of what's happening in the 2018 session. So I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners. That was so 2004. Now I download videos at home and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you? Twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes and... (gasps) No more sorting socks. No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners. You do life. We'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you want your thin hair to feel and look thicker? With Viviscal, the number one drug-free healthy hair supplement in the U.S., two little tablets is all it takes, guaranteed. Viviscal is clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And right now, a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area, risk-free plus free shipping. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within, and we guarantee you'll love your hair growth results. 
treatments. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by doctors. Here's what dermatologist Dr. John Laura has to say about Viviscal. I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. It's so easy to try Viviscal. Call right now for a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call 800-335-6708. That's 800-335-6708. 800 335 I'm Jenna McFarlane. When I entered the Classical Academy of Sarasota in 10th grade, I had no idea the effect that it would have on my life. Caring teachers committed to virtue expanded my view of education in a way that I never even imagined was possible. TCA kept me busy with challenging material straight through to graduation, and because of this, I entered college fully prepared for the challenges to come. The Classical Academy of Sarasota. Contact us at tcasarasota.com. That's tcasarasota.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, and uh, boy, you would think normally uh, this is the time of the session where uh, we're gearing down just a little bit, no more committee meetings, and just uh, the two chambers are in full session evaluating the bills that made it through, but uh, not this session, as this session is going down to history. Well, with the regular session scheduled to uh, wrap up on Friday, which I don't think is going to happen, and by the way, they can vote to extend so as we get a little bit closer in, uh, when we see uh, how close we're getting to having this very controversial bill, Senate Bill 7026, which is now the number, the bill, that both chambers will be um, working on to see whatever package the legislature will um, roll out in reference to the Parkland shooting. Um We'll take the floor in uh, jo- just a moment. Now, I want to remind you that um, before we do that, that we have an opportunity for you to win one of our five regnery books giving away at the end of the month. This month, uh, it is uh, the book entitled Echo in Ramadi, the firsthand story of U.S. Marines in Iraq's deadliest city. Scott A. Husling is the author. And it is a gripping and very personal account of um, what our soldiers go through in today's modern wars of modern urban combat. And if you'd like to put your name in a hat, go right now to AM860, The Answer, or AM930, The Answer, and click on the Contest tab and enter. And by the way, you can enter every day, every day, every day. Now, I'm going to take you, um, well, misplaced my book. Going to take you to the floor of the uh, Florida House of Representatives and those that were listening yesterday. Uh, you're going to find out that this is a, a little more animated than uh, what you uh, were used to uh, yesterday. And we got Bonnie standing by in Tampa. Phone lines are open, 877-943 for you to weigh in. But now we're going to go to the floor and Democrat Al Jaquette. From West Palm Beach, Florida, Democrat from uh, District Number 88, uh, he's addressing one of the amendments. Let's listen in. And that was offensive. That was uncalled for. Because I don't hear any of my members getting up and attacking someone else's district or their community. Why was that necessary? Is it only important to protect the lives of our students when they are in the classroom, but when they are on our streets, we don't care. When they're in a nightclub, 
Who cares? When they're at a football game, that's not our problem. And then I hear on this floor, after all the advocacy, all the time those young people took to be here, instead of promoting it, instead of supporting them, instead of telling these children way to be engaged, do you know what I heard on this floor? They're kids. They don't know anything. Let them stay. They're not here on the floor. We're the adults. We make the decision. I promise you, Parkland, Stoneman Douglas will never forget what happens on this House floor today. They will never forget because every opportunity we've had to surgically make our public safety issues better, we have ignored it. We're not talking about the number one issues that the folks wanted to talk about, ban on certain weapons. We've been very, very wise, smart in changing the narrative. We're no longer talking about assault rifles. Now the main focus is about schools. Because we, we, we left public safety, now we're only talking about in-school safety. We are the Florida legislature. Inside the school, outside the school, we can do something. Did you know that there are more children, more young folks, more young adults who are dying on the streets than there are who have died in the school? What are we doing, members? Or perhaps they don't look like us and we don't care. Please support this amendment. Further debate. Further debate. Very well. Representative Smith, you're recognized to close on your amendment. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Again, this is an amendment whose sole purpose is to make sure that those Floridians who are applying and renewing their concealed weapons permit, they are, have demonstrated marksmanship, they know how to safely handle a firearm, and the reality is, and you all know this, the process to get a concealed weapons permit in Florida is a joke. It is a joke. And someone asked me earlier, can you please point to statistics that tell us how much of a problem this might be as far as unintentional discharge of firearms? Well, I'm looking at the floridahealth.gov website, and the most recent data available shows me the year 2012. It says that while 63% of firearm deaths were suicides and 35% were homicides, it also says that in the year 2012 in the state of Florida, 59% of non-fatal firearm injury hospitalizations were assaults while only 6% were self-inflicted. For the entire year in 2012, there were 25 deaths in the state of Florida due to unintentional discharge. Unintentional discharge. Untrained firearm handlers who accidentally shot their gun and 25 Floridians died because they didn't know what they were doing. 510 individuals were unintentionally shot with non-fatal hospitalizations, 
And you know what? If you don't think that those 510 accidental injuries from firearms or the 25 deaths in Florida in that year related to unintentional discharge was maybe worth your time, I want to remind you that we spent an incredible amount of time on this floor passing a bill to crack down on so-called fake sanctuary cities as the result of one unintentional discharge from an undocumented immigrant. 25 due to untrained use of firearms. We can All right, I'm going to bring it back in for a moment. We have to take a break. That was uh, House of Representatives member Carlos Guillermo Smith. He hails from Winter Park, Florida, uh, in House District 49, a Democrat. Um, just to give you a little more uh, of a background, uh, most of these amendments uh, that you're hearing are amendments that have been filed from members of the left, the Democratic Party. Uh, they, um, again, I, a number as high as 90, they're probably still filing them late file. Uh, all of these are going to be uh, attacking all, surf- all sorts of different angles on this larger overall issue. Uh, most of them are going to fail because, uh, as this one, this one failed uh, 39 yays, 76 nays. Uh, they're going to fail, but uh, do understand what's happening on both sides. Uh, each one of these districts are in competition for the fall election. And uh, they're getting all of these things on the record, the video, all the records, and it's going to be a very interesting election season. More of our coverage of the Florida Legislature. Don't go away. Bonnie's standing by. We'll be right back. News. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump is defending his plan to impose tariffs on some trading partners, but in a break with the White House, Speaker Paul Ryan says tariffs on imported steel and aluminum need to be much more targeted only to countries who are violating U.S. trade policies, not to all trading partners. A large storm that brought freezing rain, heavy snow, and strong winds to a large part of the Midwest is expected to move to the east in coming days. The National Weather Service says areas of Vermont could get up to a foot of snow. And along Massachusetts' heavily populated coast, that includes Boston and Cape Cod, the weekend's midday high tide saw roaring whitecap waves crashing onto shorelines, destroying some seawalls in towns, leaving them vulnerable to uh, further storm activity. In Nashville, Mayor Megan Berry has resigned. That's after admitting she had an extramarital affair with her lead bodyguard shortly after pleading guilty to a felony theft charge. This is SRN News. Checking your inbox? Open encouragement here. Weekday mornings at 9, it's Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. He has the authority to give eternal life to everyone the Father has given to him. And at 9.30, Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. When we want to see a great awakening, we need to awake. We need to be not ashamed of the gospel. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. 
Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at letstalkfaith.com, 855-353-4673. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Get ready for the next most important event that will change the world forever. Bigger than the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl, and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl all rolled into one. It's the Pick and Roll Sports Show with Corey, the sports socialist, Seibel, and Adam, a.k.a. the Mayor, Smith. Join us as we look at the weekly sports world along with some lighthearted humor, all through the lens of faith. Yes, you can have both. That's Pick and Roll with Adam and Corey Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley here. So you say you want to be a legislator. Well, it's about uh, 34 minutes past the hour, and uh, we are bringing you live coverage of uh, the number one issue in Florida and around the country, and that is the response to the Parkland shooting, which uh, on a macro scale, as uh, many are watching, to uh, how do you respond to these uh, uh, mass incidents? doesn't matter whether it's a gun, a knife, baseball bat, or whatever. Uh, we've got, uh, we can only look no farther than our own Hillsborough County that we have troubled teens, uh, that are pretty rebellious and, uh, no one would take them in through the foster care system. So they've been warehousing them in cars at a local Wawa overnight and letting them go in to use the restroom. So, you know, we've got a breakdown of the family. We got a breakdown of dads. We got a real serious issue in a subsect section of our, of our teenagers and others. And uh, with all the violent movies and the violent video games like the Parkland Shooter uh, was spending about 15 hours a day, uh, you know, it's quite clear, as Senator Lee said yesterday on the Senate floor, uh, we had the same proportion of guns and people who had issues, you know, years ago. We didn't have all this mass whatever. Why do we have it? Well, because they're seeing it, they're learning it, and now they can participate in practice online with these video games. Well, now we're going to go back. Uh, by the way, phone lines are open. Uh, Bonnie had to leave, I guess. Uh, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. If you'd like to weigh in on, number one, 
do you think highly trained teachers, optional, no one's forcing a teacher to do it, but uh, if you'd like to weigh in on whether you think it would be a deterrent, and I'm going to share you a testimony, share a testimony of Representative Porter here shortly. Um, do you think that uh, this legislation should have had a, a ban of, say, AR-15s and shotguns? Um, are, are you happy with the amount of mental health that's in the bill? Uh, whatever your understanding is, if you'd like to weigh in, 877-943-9673. Let's take you back now to the floor of the Florida House of Representatives. And I believe this is uh, Representative uh, Mercado who is sharing in. Let's listen in. It authorizes a person to use deadly force in the defense of property to prevent an imminent felony. Requires law enforcement agency to investigate the use of force under certain circumstances and removes the provision that prohibits a law enforcement agency from arresting a person for using force under certain circumstances. It removes the provision that makes justifiable use of force available to an aggressor who initially provokes the use of force and provides additional circumstances in which justifiable use of force is not available. It also requires the Department of Law Enforcement to collect, pro collect process, maintain, and disseminate information and data on all incidents concerning alleged justifi justifiable use of force and report to the legislature the information and the data. And that is the All right, I'll hop right in. This is Amy Mercado. She's a Democrat from uh, Orlando, District 48. And it sounds to me this is legislation that's in the neighborhood of uh, trying to repeal Stand Your Ground, which is a, a concept voted in a couple years ago. Let's go back to the floor. Thank you, Madam Speaker. And the answer is it wouldn't, but it would those that we are now allowing by arming so many more people that are not trained and not accustomed to this type of situation. Representative Fine. Thank you, Madam Speaker. So having established that this would not have stopped either of these shootings or frankly any of the other ones that have happened, um, we've heard a lot about the students who've come and I know we all appreciate them being here. I think there were some outside. We've heard we need to listen to the students. Um, have the students clamored for this amendment? to change how you can deal with someone who's in your house or trying to hurt you? Representative Mercado. I've respectfully allowed the students to partake with the members within their delegation in their area, and I've not spoken to them directly, but I would say that the kids have asked for us to be responsible, and one of those things is making sure that we're not creating loopholes while... Okay, I'll hop in there. That was Republican Randy Fine. He is from Palm Bay, House District 53. Obviously, this is a, a domestic-oriented um, amendment. Uh, has nothing to do with the package for the Parkland shooting. However, you can, you can file any amendment that you want to file. So this clearly demonstrates what I mentioned earlier in the program, that those on the left are using this opportunity to um, uh, have any sort of discussion about any aspect of the, uh, the ownership or the use of guns uh, to be part of uh, this exercise. Keep in mind the Republicans on all of these type of amendments have big, huge majorities. They're going to go on the board and they're going to have the votes of the Republicans saying, no, they didn't go along with this amendment. But all of these are going to be voted down. They're having a vote right now. Let's go back to the House floor. The clerk will the machine and the members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 42 yeas, 71 nays, Madam Speaker. 
All right. All right. Once again, uh, 4271, that number, it could be 38, you know, 69, depending on who's in the restroom, who's grabbing a Coke in the back. I'm talking about the members who are on the floor. Um, But you said you wanted to be a legislator. Well, this is what uh, there's two things you have to do. You have to get out, wear out shoes, raise a lot of money, go door to door and get elected. And then once you get elected, yes, you're working on some things you want to take to well, City Hall, County Commission, Tallahassee, or to uh, Washington, D.C., but a lot of what the time you spend uh, being a legislator, it is sitting, and there's going to be a lot of sitting, and I can tell you, as people get a little tired and nerves get a little on edge, it's going to get testy, and one of the most important things that has to happen now and as we go into the evening is what we call bill management by the majority party. And that is the Republicans uh, who are on the chair in the rostrum. And uh, there's different things they can do. A little bit of a break here and there. They are, they'll do farewell testimonies. But the idea is uh, when uh, tensions are starting to rise to go ahead and let those tensions sort of regress. Let's go back to the floor and see uh, what the next topic is all about as we are debating uh, amendments on how, uh, Senate Bill 7026, the Parkland uh, shooting uh, package how to dispose of property when an individual has committed themselves into an institution. So please let us all stand together and get clarity on the process. Thank you. All those in favor of the adoption of the amendment signify by saying yay. Yay. Opposed, nay. Show the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine. The members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 41 yeas, 74 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment fails. All right, that one's 4174. Had a few more Republicans back on the floor. Uh, We'll listen in the next amendment. Title amendment, barcode 926139. Remove lines 674 through 733 and insert an amendment. Show the amendment temporarily postponed. Read the next amendment. We'll come back Smith, to that later. With title amendment, barcode 147693, remove lines 674 through 733 and insert an amendment. Representative Smith, you're recognized to explain your amendment. This is Carlos Guillermo Smith, again from over in the Orlando area, Democrat. Thank you, Madam Speaker. We're moving quick. Members, I understand that it's uh, I would hold out we're not moving quick enough, but that's a that's a lot of years speaking here to, to where uh, as we get to the I main final debates on this bill. And what this amendment will do is it will require for the sale of assault weapons and large capacity magazines moving forward that those sales need to go through a federally licensed dealer. Too many of those firearm sales are happening online, person to person, in a parking lot at a gun show without the appropriate background check. So we're just moving the processing of those sales to be restricted to only be to a fe- through a federally licensed dealer, and that is the amendment. Are there questions of the sponsor? Are there amendments to the amendment? None of the decimal of speaker. Are there substitute amendments? None of the decimal of speaker. Is there debate? Representative Smith, you're recognized to close. Thank you, Madam Speaker. I assume the lack of questions and the lack of debate means there's consensus in this chamber <laughs> that, that we should go ahead and address 
the very controversial issue of assault weapons and large capacity magazines simply by moving all of those sales through federally licensed dealers. Let's get it out of the shadows. Let's make sure that people are submitting themselves to background checks for these dangerous weapons. I know that you support that concept rather than banning them outright. So stand with me today on this very good amendment, members. Thank you. All those in favor of the adoption of the amendment signify by saying yay. yay. Opposed, nay. Show the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine and the members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 42 yeas, 73 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment fails. Read all right, uh, let's take it back in a little bit. Of course, uh, Jose uh, Cruz is producing today. Michael's on vacation. Joe was producing yesterday. As you can see, it was the same number. But you'll, you'll see what the dynamic is, okay? Um... Let's say we have 90 amendments, okay? Can you imagine uh, if the Republicans were to challenge, debate, and ask questions on all 90 amendments? Now, keep in mind when the debate started, and everybody's ready to go. You know, we've got our different positions. They're ready to, you know, have at it. After you have a few hours of this, and you realize that, Jose, the more that you get, <laughs> if you're on the conservative side, with all these uh, anti-gun type amendments or whatever. You get worn out. Uh, well, it doesn't take long, especially for the newbies. Stay in your seat and be quiet. <laughs> oh, my God. Because if you stay in your seat and you be quiet, what did Guillermo Smith just said? Hey, we're moving along pretty fast. Why is that happening? Because only one side is talking. And it takes a certain amount of time to go through each amendment. But as you can see, they are going to be handily voted down. Um, and so one realizes very quick, hmm, do I want, now I don't know whether they'll do a recess and come back tomorrow morning. I don't know if they'll go to 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Uh, in, in our business, uh, sometimes I'll get a heads up by one of the members, but we never know. It's almost like he's trying to taunt somebody from the other side to ask him a question so that they could prolong the entire process and just drag it out and draw and just make everybody nuts well the other side of that jose is for both sides they want to enjoin the other person and get a soundbite so that soundbite you might be hearing right here on one of our answer stations on our faith talk stations one of our political ads so that is uh what is happening back and forth so uh uh, yes, I got to tell you, for those of you um, who uh, are, are people of faith, it's a good time to be praying for everybody in the process because um, um, with the pressure that was put on the legislature to act, I have never seen uh, in a 14-day period, this is something that normally you would be researching, you would be having consultations, you would be having then committee meetings. This is something that normally is a six or a nine month um, uh, long process to try and get this right. And I want to tell you, keep keep your prayers for the staff people, the staff people who are behind the scenes, who are the bill drafters, the lawyers, all those that are working. They're working twenty four seven. But when I come back, uh, I'll share Representative Porter's point of view. And a little insight uh, from this very special coverage of the Florida Legislature. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. 
Studies show if you sleep next to someone who snores, you could be losing an hour of sleep every night. I'm Trina Webster, and I don't have that problem anymore. I'm Dan Webster. We're the founders of Z-Quiet. We know how snoring can turn your sweet dreams into a nightmare of shoving, poking, and morning frustration. Not to mention those dreaded trips to the couch in the middle of the night. Snoring was a real problem for us. I tried everything, even surgery, but nothing worked. That's when we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. Just pop it in before you sleep and kick snoring out of bed forever. Millions of people are sleeping better every night thanks to Z-Quiet. So if better sleep is one of your goals, go to GetZQuiet.com. Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com text sleep to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi travel to Petra the Dead Sea Jericho the Sea of Galilee Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to Let's Talk Faith or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. We're building new memories at the 2018 Florida Strawberry Festival. Today is True Whip Tuesday, and it's your choice. Ride any single ride for only 2 bucks, or purchase a ride-a-thon wristband and ride all day for only $20. Plus, get a free Polar Pop at Circle K with each Midway wristband purchase. Christian Music is featured on the Wish Farm Soundstage with a Gaither Vocal Band at 3.30 and Casting Crowns at 7.30. Tomorrow features Engelbert Humperdinck and Trace Adkins. The 2018 Florida Strawberry Festival, now through March 11th, with hundreds of exhibits, arts and crafts, free entertainment, and awesome food, including Plant City's famous strawberry shortcake. Get details and tickets today at flstrawberryfestival.com. That's flstrawberryfestival.com. Or visit a participating public supermarket for discounted mission tickets. The 2018 Florida Strawberry Festival. (coughs) Building new memories. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Well, friend, just remember this. As a believer in Christ, we are sinners saved by grace. Uh, Now, if you don't have the Lord, you're a sinner lost. But thank God if you have Jesus, he's washed away your sin through the blood that he shed on the cross at Calvary. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. 
All right, we're back. It is uh, 52 minutes past the hour, and it's Tuesday as uh, we are keeping a close eye on the um, the amendments in the debate that's happening right now on the floor of the Florida House of Representatives in Tallahassee on uh, Senate Bill uh, uh, concerning the Parkland um, shooting response. Let's go to the phones right now, 877-943-9673. Laureen in Tampa is joining us. Uh, good to have you with us today. Hello, are you there? Wayne. Lorraine, are you there? Lorraine. Uh, this is Wayne. Can you hear me? Well, are we got is Wayne or is it Lorraine? Uh, uh, Jose, you want me to go to Lorraine first? I think Wayne is there. Lorraine? I'm here. This is Lorraine. Hey, Lorraine, you're on the air live. Bill Bunkley, thanks for being part of our conversation today. Oh, thank you. I was uh, greatly interested in the live uh, legislation. That was so so good to hear it. Um, I thought the announcer, the female, sounds like a robot. Uh, it just sounds so um, out, out of touch. But anyway. Um, well, she's the, the traffic sound- cop. She, what she's doing is she's sitting in for the speaker. She's been standing for about four hours. Oh, and yeah. she's kind of like a traffic cop to where there's a there's a Robert's Rules of Order that they have to follow. And um, and she's been doing oh. this all session. So, yes, I agree with your assessment, but uh, she's well-loved by both sides, uh, and it's just part of the process. Yeah, and, and her speech is very clear, so everyone knows exactly what she's saying. So that makes it like that, too. <laughs> yes. Um. The sound bite you talked about, sound bites from this, it, it, they can use them so uh, negatively. Um, like like the guy who was uh, saying about federal regulation on buying a gun in yes. general. Uh, it's such a slippery slope that Mark Walters talks about. Um, the other, the only thing I, that would have helped Nicholas Cruz is, is intervention by friends a school counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have been required to go to a school counselor, even if he was expelled. I mean, they should have been, someone should have reached out to him, a Christian that, that was, would witness to him, or anything would have helped that boy. Um, as far as, I mean, he was made a killer by the, like you said on your um, thinking segment, yeah, hours and hours the, the and hours, hours of video games. Yeah. Of the vid- the, I mean, it's deplorable that our nation has allowed this to be acceptable for our children. Well, years ago, we used to talk about latchkey kids. And mm-hmm. uh, I can tell you what we're dealing with right now in Hillsborough County, where we've got older teenagers in foster care who they couldn't find a place for them. So they were sleeping, in, putting them in cars at a Wawa overnight. Those are the very kids that are even not getting the help they need, but uh, you you are spot on. But, uh, Lorraine, thank you for being with us. I want to get Wayne from St. Pete in before we have to go. Great comments. Thanks for listening in. Wayne, you're live on the Bill Bunkley Show. Thanks, Bill. I call uh, periodically. And, by the way, I love your show. You're doing a great job. You guys keep it up. What frustrates me about this whole discussion is how many people don't even know the definition. They call all AR-15s. Assault rifles, and they're not. They're just semi-automatic rifles. And they don't realize that there's so many other guns. 78% of all people killed in the United States are killed with a 22, and it's a pistol. 
right? And they don't realize that they don't even use the right definition. They don't even know the definitions, you know, of what's what. And it's just frustrating. I'm a gun owner, and I'm an avid shooter. And, you know, I go to the range all the time, at least once a week with some friends. And I've yet to see, in probably 20 years, a person out there with an assault rifle. Because, like everybody knows, that knows the law, they're banned. <clears throat> They've been banned. And probably 90% of the ranges don't have them. The ones that allow you to shoot them, you know, they're very, very supervised. And one other thing, <clears throat> I know a lot of people buy guns online over through the mail. And the thing is, not unless you're a licensed gun dealer, that gun has to be shipped to a gun dealer Mm-hmm. And you have to fill out all the appropriate paper just to receive it, and that's yep. online. You know, yep. And there's so much false information about what's going on and what's not going on, and it's just frustrating when, you know, the people just aren't telling the truth. They don't know what they're talking about, you know, and it's a gun it's frustrating. Well, Wayne, I would tell you that if you were with me in the balcony uh, during these eight hours of this debate, I'd have to keep you from jumping over the balcony in frustration uh, because the amount of, uh, and I'm going to tell you, there's misinformation on both sides. But part of this is just uh, we don't deal with facts. But, Wayne, we are up against a hard break. Thanks for being with us this afternoon, Wayne. Thank you for being one of our lawyer listeners, and uh, we hope that we continue to to provide you the information that you need. Well, it's the uh, termination of only the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Want to let you know that uh, coming up on 1380 The Biz, the Consumer Quarterback Show is up next on AM 860 and 930. We'll have uh, Jay Sekulow. But if you'd like to continue our local Florida coverage, I'll be doing that on our Faith Talk stations. You can catch me on AM 570, uh, AM 910, or in Lakeland 102.1. And, of course, we're streaming right now at letstalkfaith.com. So I'm going to take a time out, and uh, when we come back, we'll give you a little more uh, flavor from the Florida House of Representatives as uh, the chances are high to get a little testy as the uh, afternoon and evening goes on. Plus, uh, I want to tell you a little bit about Elizabeth Porter. She lives in Lake City, Florida. She's the rep. She has a little bit different group of constituents than South Florida. I'll tell you about that coming up next. And now, your Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. I think there are many professing Christians right now, perhaps you're one of them, who maybe haven't publicly denounced their faith in God, but practically and privately they've walked away from God because they cannot reconcile an all-loving, all-powerful God with the suffering they're experiencing in their world. Some of you right now still are asking the question, why did God allow this person to do this to me? Perhaps you're caught up in resentment and bitterness. You'll never be free from that, folks, until you understand that God is bigger than your offender. In the passage we're going to look at, Jesus actually sheds some light on these dark questions that have plagued mankind from the beginning of time. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. For information and helpful resources, go to ptv.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
President Trump is standing firm on his plan to place tariffs on steel and aluminum imports. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. At a White House news conference, the president declared that trade wars aren't so bad. When we're down by 30 billion, 40 billion, 60 billion, 100 billion, the trade war hurts them, doesn't hurt us. The president said the U.S. has been taken advantage of by trade deals for too many years and that he's taking action to save American jobs and shrink the massive trade deficit. Greg Clugston, the White House. This morning, House Speaker Paul Ryan warned the administration that any proposed tariffs need to be specific so they don't result in retaliation against U.S. products. What we're encouraging the administration to do is to focus on what is clearly a legitimate problem and to be more surgical in its approach so that we can go after the true abusers without creating any kind of unintended consequences or collateral damage. The Northeast is once again expected to get whacked with a powerful late winter storm this evening. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy says they're gearing up for the next weather event. As the cleanup and restoration from this past weekend continues, we are now tracking uh, this latest storm, expected to hit us tonight through tomorrow. The storm is expected to bring heavy, wet snow to the region, and once again there will be damaging winds accompanying the weather event. Governor Murphy has declared a state of emergency in New Jersey. Nashville, Tennessee Mayor Megan Barry has resigned after pleading guilty to cheating the city out of thousands of dollars as she carried on an affair with her bodyguard. Barry was a rising star in the Democratic Party before she confessed to the extramarital relationship in January. Barry and her former bodyguard, Police Sergeant Robert Forrest, both pleaded guilty to felony theft. On Wall Street, the Dow up by nine points to 24,882. The Nasdaq rose 41. The S&P advanced seven. Oil unchanged. At $62.60 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. The way you get your medicine prescriptions is now changing across America. GoGoMeds.com can deliver your medicine right to your door. Here's all you need to do. Your doctor gives you the prescription. You go online to gogomeds.com, put in your information, and make sure to include the promo code MIKE2018 to save $10 off your first prescription. Your meds are then delivered to your home, and you've saved money. It's that easy. No more waiting, no lines, no copay each month, and best of all, no wandering around the store aimlessly waiting for your prescription to be filled. gogomeds.com, the new way to get your medicine delivered right to your door. Remember that getting your prescription filled now means never having to go to a store again. GoGoMeds.com. GoGoMeds.com. Use the promo code MIKE2018 to save $10 off your first prescription. That's GoGoMeds.com. Promo code MIKE2018. West Virginia's striking teachers cheered and applauded Tuesday as lawmakers acted to end a nine-day classroom walkout agreeing to grant them 5% pay hikes that are also being extended to all state workers. West Virginia teacher Eric Burgess is from Mercer County, West Virginia. We're glad we got the 5%, but I think we all know the battle's not over. We're hoping they uh, will fix our insurance later on and continue to treat us with respect. The agreement came on the ninth day of a crippling strike that idled hundreds of thousands of students and forced parents to scramble for child care. Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant is indicating he will sign a bill that would set the earliest abortion ban in the United States. Senators voted today to pass a bill that would ban abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The Republican Bryant said on Twitter that he wants Mississippi to be, quote, the safest place in America for an unborn child. And he thinks the bill will help achieve that goal. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
South Sudan's government has rejected claims that the leadership has diverted millions of dollars from the national oil company to fund the ongoing civil conflict. The company operates in secrecy, and the report details how this secrecy has been used to finance military operations, arms transfers to ethnic militias, and conceal the looting of millions of dollars meant to help imports of essential goods. South Sudan's security forces have been accused of atrocities in the country's civil war, including ethnic cleansing and rape. Nilpet has denied the allegations and suggested the evidence collected may have been forged. BBC correspondent Ferdinand Omondi reporting. Target is raising its minimum starting pay for workers for the second time in less than a year after seeing a bigger and better pool of candidates. Target hiked starting pay to $11 an hour last fall and says all workers this spring will receive a minimum of $12 per hour. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And we're back for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And for those of you uh, just tuning in, we're delighted to have you join us this afternoon. And uh, for many of you who uh, are joining us for the second hour, we are delighted to have you with us as well. We are continuing our exclusive coverage of the 2018 Florida Legislative Session uh, in Tallahassee. And um, I would not have been able to tell you that uh, when the session started, uh, when we're on the final Tuesday of the regular session, that we would be debating mental health uh, as a result of a mass shooting. We'd be debating uh, an AR-15. We were debating about shotguns. We would be debating about waiting periods. Uh, we would be debating about raising the age to buy a firearm in Florida. Uh, the, um, the massacre at the Parkland School where 17 people, um, their souls were taken away uh, from us here on this earth. Well, uh, that was a game changer for everything. So if you're just joining us this afternoon, we have been uh, giving you an opportunity to listen in on uh, what is a very historical discussion, a very historical debate here in the state of Florida. It is one that uh, I dare say is going to affect every uh, state election around the state. Uh, There are 40 uh, senators uh, here in Florida. Now, only 20 of them uh, are up for election uh, this year. Um, even years are 20, odd years are 20. But every member of the Florida House of Representatives, many are term limited, but others, they run for election every two years. 
And I guarantee you that part of what we're sharing this afternoon, uh, you're going to be getting so many mailers. You're going to get so tired of of all the negative campaigning, but uh, it's going to be as a result of all of what's happening right now uh, that is being captured from the Florida House. So uh, I'm going to share a couple of things as we go along, but remember the Florida House is a much more raucous uh, body of people uh, than the Florida Senate. But uh, let's go ahead and take you to the floor and give you uh, the 5 o'clock crew a little bit of a taste here. This is Representative Cruz. And some of you in Tampa know Representative Cruz is from right here in Tampa. Let's listen in. Gun sales are restricted to 21 and older. Additional debate, Representative Newton in debate. Thank you, Madam Speaker. I want to uh, thank Rep. Good for a good amendment. Um, and, and you did good. Courage under fire. They were coming at you, but you did really good. Um, I think that these amendments are designed to amend the actual bill that everybody keep representing, I mean, referring to. But maybe I'm confused because they keep saying what your bill has to do with lying so-and-so on the bill. When you're trying to amend that bill, I thought that's what we were doing here. But it's all good. Well, that's good. Additional debate. (laughs) Additional debate. Representative Good, you're recognized to close. Thank you, Madam Speaker. I urge you to vote for this amendment. This is a provision. This is um, a representative good is a brand is new representative in the special right. election. Be beat out Vern Buchanan and others down in Sarasota. Let's listen in. It would be easy to implement. Um, we have all said that we want to end gun violence. Um, and we've all said that we want to make sure that the people that shouldn't have guns don't have them. And this is a way to do that. And Floridians want this. There was a recent Quinnipiac uh, poll that came out last week that said 96% of Floridians want universal background checks. But this isn't a new thing. There was a 2013 study that said that 84% of gun owners and 74% of NRA members want universal background checks. This is universal background checks are also effective. From 2009 until 2012, states that required background checks had 35 fewer gun-related deaths per capita than states without the background check requirement. And if you look at states that require background checks on all handgun sales, they have less than half as many mass shooting incidents as states without background checks. They have 63% fewer mass shootings by individuals who are prohibited from possessing guns. They have 48% less gun trafficking, and they have 38% fewer deaths of women shot by intimate partners. This is something that we can do now that will make a good impact on the lives Mm -hmm. of, of Floridians. It is something that that Floridians want. And our responsibility is to the people of Florida to keep them safe and to represent them effectively. And so I ask you to support this amendment. All those in favor of the adoption of the amendment signify by saying yay. Yay. Opposed nay. Show the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine and members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. 
Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 40 yeays, 74 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment fails. All right, who's joining amendment. us? Uh, that's about the same number. Uh, the Republicans uh, outnumber the Democrats. Most of the amendments have gone down by these numbers. Let's listen in. Between lines 688 and 689, insert an amendment. Representative Smith, you're recognized to explain your amendment. This is Guillermo Smith once again. If you're listening to the first you, hour, this is his third or fourth amendment. This next amendment, again, is about uh, addressing the epidemic of gun violence in the state of Florida generally, not just specifically to our schools. A Tampa Bay Times investigative report late last year uncovered some stunning statistics. What it also uncovered was that there's an epidemic and rash of burglaries that are happening around the state at pawn shops and at gun stores where burglars are simply able to throw a rock through a window and take all the guns inside. The reason why they're able to do this so easily is we don't have any federal laws that require gun store owners to secure their firearms overnight when the business is closed. We have no state laws, which is what this amendment is creating. And we certainly, unfortunately, don't have any local laws because, unfortunately, the legislature has preempted the local control of our cities and counties to be able to enact these important ordinances. So just want to walk you through what we mean by secure facility, because the passage of this amendment would mean that if you sell guns at your place of business, then you would have to create a secure facility. Some of those details, and there are many, but I just want to give you a general overview, include that there will be the mandatory securing of these firearms overnight, which could include secured with a hardened steel rod or cable that goes through the trigger guard of the firearm, and that would be locked down with a shackle, or you can store the firearms in a display glass that is smash-proof and in a windowless room. Some of the other provisions include important safeguards for those street-level business owners who, unfortunately, we've seen in many reports have been burglarized by cars that have crashed through their windows. And the moment the burglars crashed through those windows, they took all the guns inside because they weren't secured. Certainly, there would be spacing requirements in there that would be ADA compliant. And members, these important safeguards will ensure that we are beginning to address the problem of stolen firearms in this state as it relates to unsecured firearms in private businesses, and that is the amendment. Are there questions of the sponsor? Are there amendments to the amendment? None on the desk, Madam Speaker. Are there substitute amendments? None on the desk, Madam Speaker. Is there debate? Representative Smith, you recognize the close. I waved close earlier, and that was the first time I ever did it. <laughs> I'm not going to wave close this time, I saw. Sorry. The reason why is I want you to hear these statistics, because they're stunning. In 2012, in the state of Florida, we had a, just over 100 firearms that were stolen 
just from burglaries at pawn shops and gun stores. Okay, but since then now, in the most recent fiscal year in the state of Florida, approximately 600 firearms were stolen just from store burglaries. Members, there are other states in this nation who require their business owners to secure the firearms overnight because they understand the consequences and dangers of allowing those firearms to get into the hands of people who should not have them, which we all agree needs to be stopped. And this is something that's happening all over the state of Florida. I'll give you a couple of examples from We're recent We're going to try to hang reports. in just a moment to uh, see if he'll wrap up here Thanks. and get the vote. We'll November. take a break after that. And I'll give you an example when we come back of how this can be used in a political ad in the fall. Incident. One of those 36 guns was recovered by law enforcement one week later. They recovered it from a 17-year-old who had a 38 caliber revolver that was stolen at that gun store the week before. And that 17-year-old was wanted for murder. This is a problem, members. You might not want to hear it, but we have to address this problem. And it's very important that while we're having these critical gun control conversations on the floor, and we haven't had them in a very long time, that we take a comprehensive approach to this problem and requiring our business owners to secure dangerous firearms that are being stolen by criminals after hurricanes and other incidences is very much an important part of this conversation and I ask that you give me your favorable support with this amendment. All in favor of the adoption of the amendment signify by saying yay. yay. Opposed nay. Show the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine and the members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 40 yeas, 76 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment fails. Read the next All right, uh, and once again, the amendment fails. That has been pretty much the uh, routine of the afternoon as uh, those Democrats in the chamber are going to be running all sorts of amendments. I hear the number was as high as 90, so you can imagine sitting through the amendments. When I come back, I'll share a little bit of how that one vote, that one amendment uh, can and probably will be used against someone in the fall election. I'm Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show as we are bringing you our live Florida exclusive coverage as Florida decides what to do in response to the shootings at the Parkland School. I'll be right back. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A new Gallup poll offers encouragement and challenges for Republicans. In the national survey, Americans who describe themselves as conservatives still outnumber self-defined liberals by significant margins, 35% to 26%. What's more, in 39 of the 50 states, conservatives topped the other side decisively. With such lopsided recent results, it's hard to imagine that the November elections would even be close or how Obama, Clinton, and other liberals could even come close to the presidency. The answer is that many Americans who call themselves conservative 
feel so disgusted by petty squabbles and dubious personalities in our politics that they don't even bother to vote. It also explains the Democratic scandal mania. Liberals like concentrating on trashing Trump's personality rather than responding to conservative policies that remain broadly popular. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at Let's Talk Faith. For so long, I'd had that little hidden sin. It was a secret. No one knew. So I'd convince myself it really wasn't hurting anyone. But but what if my wife or kids found out? Mm. Harmless? It would have ruined me. The problem was, who could I talk to? I needed someone I could confide in. But, but this was so personal. Who could I trust? He found someone to trust, and so can you. We're Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. All of our licensed and experienced counselors are qualified and certified by the state board, and many are trained in addiction counseling. But more importantly, we share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing, all from the comfort of your own home. Try it for the first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word TRUST to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need it. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. The good news is that Jesus Christ, God's Son, came to us when we could not come to God. And He gave Himself. He offered Himself up on the cross for our sins. Praise God for that. Moving forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage, weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, that's one of my favorite, favorite uh, songs of faith, and I just want to take a few moments and let us just worship in that, especially uh, when uh, you're uh, so much involved with uh, the heavy debates that are going on, just to know that, uh, you know, the Lord is by our side, the Lord is uh, in this discussion that we're having, and of course, uh, when it's, uh, uh, this is certainly not a fight, we're trying to get to... uh, 
uh, a resolution of uh, many different uh, people with uh, various different opinions on how to resolve this. Uh, it's just uh, it's just an encouragement to know the Lord is with us. Well, I want to talk a little bit about how that last amendment can be used against uh, probably every conservative, every Republican uh, in the fall elections. But first, got a couple of reminders. And first of all, ladies, you know, night out for the ladies is coming up on Thursday, March 22nd. I have a question for you. Have you got your reservation in? Now, we sold out last year, and I don't want you to get uh, caught short this year. So, ladies... Yourself, your women's Bible fellowship group, the gals that you meet with, friends, it is just $5, and it's going to be another blast, and that's going to be at Bell Shoals Baptist Church, Thursday, March 22nd. Now, we're going to get underway at 5 o'clock because we've got that big expo, and there's a lot of booths that are set up. You've got uh, different shopping. You've got giveaways. Uh, The Bell Shoals team there does an excellent job with the desserts uh, and the light hors d'oeuvres. Plus, uh, come on out early because uh, if you don't have time to get home, we're going to have the food trucks there. You know how fun it is to grab a bite of the food truck. All that's going to be ready to go. And uh, we're going to have Leslie Norris Townsend is going to be our keynote comedian speaker. And uh, she is a hoot. And for those of you that were with us last year, you know for $5, man, it is the best deal in town. And you will be encouraged in the Lord. Go right now to letstalkfaith.com slash ladies night out. That's letstalkfaith.com slash ladies night out. Get your tickets and find out more. Now, another quick reminder is uh, next week, uh, my friends Todd Chapman and Paul Jacobs are going to be coming in with uh, Food for the Poor. And uh, Bill Carl will be joining me. And I'm looking forward to our annual opportunity to assist them. And uh, I'm excited to. Uh, hopefully be back uh, in Tampa with uh, with the gang. And remember that uh, our goal is to rescue 400 children with life-sustaining food and clean water for a lifetime. And your gift of $50 will provide food for a year and water for a life for one child. Help us rescue some hurting children. And you know what? You can uh, hop on board before next week. Go right now uh, to your phone and give us a call, 855-353-HOPE. That's 855-353-4673 or go to letstalkfaith.com and click on the Food for the Poor banner. Last but not least, uh, coming up on Friday, March the 16th in theaters across the nation, I can only imagine uh, that's a brand new movie that's uh, coming out. And uh, that song is so familiar. There's so many of us and it's given us hope. But uh, I want to tell you that uh, the song was written in just mere minutes by Mercy Me lead singer Bart Millard. But uh, when you learn about his life story, it was a life story that uh, was not pleasant. And that's how the Lord used that to uh, bring us one of the, the very important songs of faith. Now, uh, I want to remind you, go to, our web, go to the website, ICanOnlyImagine.com. ICanOnlyImagine.com. You can see the trailer and to get your tickets. And uh, in the next day or two, when I have a moment, I have my screener. And so I'm going to get a chance to uh, have an advanced look at the movie. I can only imagine and looking forward to uh, sharing that with you. Well, if you're just joining me, we are covering the live um, uh, debate going on and the amendments going on on the Florida House of Representatives. They have taken up the Senate Bill 7026. 
which is the bill addressing the legislative response uh, to tightening up many things having to do with the uh, the Parkland sh- School massacre that uh, took uh, place a couple two plus weeks ago. Now, if you were with us before the break, you heard one of the uh, Democrat representatives. Uh, presenting an amendment calling for specific requirements for pawn shops and I guess gun show, gun stores as well. The idea is is to uh, give them mandatory um, provisions on how they uh, would be required to lock up or secure their guns overnight. The representative, Guillermo Smith, a Democrat from Orlando, citing some statistics. And again, statistics are a funny thing when you're in session. Statistics are a funny thing when they're on the floor. A lot of stuff flies around that isn't necessarily accurate, but that's just part of the process. <clears throat> but uh, as you saw, uh, that uh, that his idea was rejected. His amendment was voted down basically on a party-line vote. His Democratic colleagues supporting him and Republicans opposing him. Now, here's how you can see that uh, that particular amendment uh, coming back in the form of a campaign ad. And, oh, by the way, if there are 90 uh, amendments by the, uh, the Democrats, the liberals, I can tell you that there are 90 different potential topics and subjects uh, for either uh, TV ads, radio ads, or those mailers you get in the mail, you know, where it says, hey, quoting such and such on this date and that date, Representative, uh, you know, uh, Bill Bunkley voted down an amendment to make our, uh, our gun shop safe. Now, so any gun shop or any pawn shop, I should say as well, uh, let's say that uh, in Tampa, somehow or another, that a pawn shop is robbed uh, overnight, uh, broken into, burglarized, and let's say that there are 10 weapons that are stolen. And if I was in, in the midst of my campaign running for re-election, next thing you know, there's a radio spot or there's a TV spot or you get a mailer and it says, if Bill Bunkley really cared about this community, he would have supported legislation to make pawn, shop, pawn shops safe and gun shops safe. And because he didn't, 10 guns got stolen from a pawn shop, and, oh, one of those guns was used in the commission of a felony. Now, uh, I'm not minimizing the importance of that, but uh, as we try to educate here, and we are, uh, my show is the only show exclusively dedicated during the session not only to bring you uh, highlights of the annual legislative session, but to do some teaching and do some explaining. And so when you listen to uh, the debate, and it's going to go on long into the evening, or if they uh, if they um, recess for the evening, they'll pick it up tomorrow. Um, but this could really, really um, uh, complicate when this session is going to get done. But I assure you that for each and every one of these amendments that are on the floor, um, the political consultants, those that have an agenda, it's not about, for them, it's not about the kids. It's really not about the reasons for why we find ourselves here today. Uh, it's all about uh, experts in communication, and a lot of them are experts in negative communication, uh, those negative spots. Everybody hates the negative spots, but 
unfortunately, they're effective. And so that's what we're dealing with here. So just a little background, and uh, we're going to take a break in a moment, and we will take you back out uh, to the uh, to the floor of the Florida House. But first, pastors, uh, a couple of things. I want to remind you that uh, we have uh, an opportunity for you to play in our Pastors Masters Tournament. Pastor, or if you want to pass this along to your pastor, it's going to be happening on Tuesday, April the 10th, uh, at TPC of Tampa Bay, we've got an 8.30 start, breakfast, compliments of Chick-fil-A of Tampa, and a full round of golf at Tampa's TPC, Tampa Bay, and lunch. Pastors, the cost is absolutely free. Our sponsors uh, will be blessing you for that, but you know what? You need to sign up and get your forums. So who's invited? If you're a pastor in Hillsborough, Manatee, Pasco, Pinellas, Polk, and Sarasota counties, hey, Come and be a part of our day. Now, space is limited, so make sure you sign up early. Go right now to letstalkfaith.com forward slash pastors masters. Letstalkfaith.com forward slash pastors masters. Let's take a break. When I come back, we'll take you back for a little final listen in to the debate that's going on in the amendments. Plus, I'll tell you, pastors, about a very special opportunity for you to find out how you might host your own broadcast ministry. More of the Bill Bunkley Show as we are following what's happening on the floor of the Florida House of Representatives. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un reportedly has expressed a willingness to discuss nuclear disarmament with the U.S. and impose a moratorium on nuclear missile tests during such talks. President Trump has replied, we're going to see. A South Korean official who spoke to Kim said he also agreed to meet with South Korea's president in late April. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice signed a bill to give teachers in the state a raise, ending a statewide teacher walkout that lasted nine days. Justice spoke at a Tuesday afternoon news conference after the legislature passed a 5% pay raise for teachers and others in a deal to end the walkout that closed schools. On Wall Street, an update as the Dow was up by 9 points to 24,882. The Nasdaq rose 41. The S&P advanced 7. Oil unchanged at 62.60 a barrel. This is SRN News. I'm just so upset. I'm having so much trouble getting to sleep. Well, I'd wake up in the middle of the night worrying all over again. I'm wearing down. There's no one I trust, no one I can open up to. But I've got to find someone I can talk to. I can't keep going on like this. She found help, and so can you. We are Faithful Counseling, the world's largest platform for faith-based professional counseling. Our Christian counselors are all licensed, trained, and experienced, qualified and certified by the state board. But more importantly, we share your Christian values. Available 24-7 by text, messaging, phone, and video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. We'd like to invite you to try your first week free by going to FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP. That's FaithfulCounseling.com and use the invite code word HELP to get your first week free. Faithful Counseling, we're here when you need us. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Tires worn out, not only are you going to pay for a new set plus installation and balancing, they're going to charge you for tire disposal and still possibly sell your old ones to someone else. Same for car batteries. You pay for a new battery and you get saddled with that bogus disposal fee. We're different. 
At Mr. Sparky, when we install new ceiling fans, we'll buy your old ones for $25. That's $25 off your bill per fan. Same goes for old light fixtures. Electrical panel overloaded? We'll give you $100 for it when we install a replacement. That's $100 off your bill, and we'll take your old panel. Mr. Sparky repairs your electrical system with quality parts at a reasonable price and pays you for your old parts. Like the jingle says, You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888 sparky Buyback applies only to fans, fixtures, and parts replaced or repaired by Mr. Sparky. Ladies, between career, family, friends, and church, there's barely time to breathe. How about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. Maybe it's just my husband or just some, he just hates to wash the clothes, but he loves to wash the car. Laugh out loud with several hundred of your BFFs. Do you know what I do? I put all of his dirty underwear in the rag pile by the car. For a ladies' expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres, with food trucks on hand ready to satisfy your appetite for fun. Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend, Thursday, March 22nd, from 5 to 9 at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. Last year's event sold out, so get your tickets early. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Before lunch, enjoy God's Word. Weekdays at 11 a.m., it's In Touch with Charles Stanley. That's why he was a man after God's own heart. That's why he was a man of great character. He listened to God. And at 11.30, Leading the Way with Michael Youssef. Biblical truth compels all members of all cultures to come to terms with the demands of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. And we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this Tuesday afternoon, about uh, 38 minutes past the hour. And we are listening in now to an amendment that wants to limit the size of uh, magazines or rounds in a magazine. This is a pretty interesting discussion. One of my favorite uh, folks on the left, which is Joe Geller, Democrat from uh, House Seat 100 there in Dana Beach. Um, I like Joseph because we don't agree on much, but he's pretty articulate and... uh, uh, even though I think we probably missed this amendment, it's going on the board. Let's listen in. Show the amendment to the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine and the members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 41 yeas, 74 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment failed. Okay, by the same numbers, if you've been listening throughout the afternoon, uh, Representative Geller wanted to limit the size of magazines. And again, uh, all of these are are going down based on uh, the regular party line vote, pretty much. Let's go back and listen in. Opposed, nay. Show the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine and the members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. That was pretty quick. I wonder if the first one was on the amendment. 
41 yeas, 74 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment fails. Read the next amendment. Representative Jaquette offered the following amendment with title amendment barcode 660309 between lines 747 and 748 insert an amendment. Representative Jaquette, you're recognized to explain your amendment. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Remember, this amendment seeks to make it to prohibit any person who is who has committed a hate crime from getting a gun. Simple. Anyone who has committed a misdemeanor hate crime, because we know felonies are already there, should not be allowed to get a gun. The, the, the premise behind this amendment, members, is the same thought and idea behind what you choose to do to someone who is perhaps convicted of domestic violence, animal abuse, child abuse, abuse of the elderly. It's sort of in the same idea. Attacking someone based on a vulnerability, a disability, or their uh, uh, the country of origin, nationality, religion. This is uh, State Representative Al Jaquette. Uh, he is a Democrat from uh, uh, District 88, and uh, his district is in West Palm Beach, Florida. We'll take it back to the floor. And they're likely to be the types of folks we do not want deadly weapons in their hands. That is the amendment. Are there questions of the sponsor? Are there amendments to the amendment? On the desk, Madam Speaker. Read the first amendment to the amendment. Representative Jaquette offered the following amendment to amendment barcode 477965, remove lines 7 through 8, and insert an amendment. Representative Jaquette, you're recognized to explain your amendment to the amendment. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Members, this is a, a simple change. The first line of the amendment stated that uh, it is a uh, persons who commit a misdemeanor hate crime. This language changes it and adds and, and replaces the word commit with convicted. And so not just someone who committed the misdemeanor hate crime, but someone who has actually been proven beyond a reasonable doubt that they committed it, they have been convicted. And that is the, the idea behind the amendment of the, the amendment to the amendment. Are there questions of the sponsor? Are there questions? Is there debate on the amendment to the amendment? And again, the Republicans, by and large, on most of these are not even responding, and they're just waiting to go through the motions, and then they will vote down the bill and get back to the next amendment, since uh, uh, by some counts there are 90 of these to get through. We stop it before it happens. An ounce of prevention is, is worth a pound of cure. So if we know someone is prone to violence, we know someone is prone to attack others based on how they look or where they're from, that person should not be carrying a weapon. They're more likely than others to be involved in a mass shooting or to be involved in an altercation uh, as an assailant uh, and injure someone. So for that reason, members, if you believe that someone who has committed, that committed a, has been convicted of a hate crime should not have a gun, you should be up on the amendment. Thank you, Madam Speaker. All those in favor of the adoption of the amendment to the amendment signify by saying yay. Yay! 
Opposed, nay. Show the amendment to the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine and the members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 41 yeas, 74 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment fails. Are there substitute amendments? None on the desk, Madam Speaker. Is there debate on the amendment? Is there debate? Representative Smith on the main amendment. Thank you, Madam Speaker. I want to thank Representative Jaquette for bringing this very good amendment forward, which says if you're convicted of a hate crime, then you can't buy a firearm. You have to surrender the firearm that you own if you do own one. This is a very good amendment because, members, I don't know if you realize, but hate crimes are on the rise in Florida and around the country. Anti-Semitic hate crimes, anti-LGBTQ hate crimes. People are being targeted simply for being who they are. And what we want to avoid, members, because this happens after every single mass shooting. After every single mass shooting, there's a, there's a new policy, underlying policy issue. From Las Vegas, it was bump stocks. No one knew what a bump stock was. So all of a sudden, there was a mad rush to, to ban bump stocks. After the shooting in South Carolina in a church where a racist white supremacist went in and murdered African-American and black patrons in that church, we know that that person was motivated by hate. Maybe they didn't have a hate crime on their record yet. But what are the odds that the next bigot that commits a mass shooting may have had something like this on their record? And we could have stopped them by making sure that wrong person wasn't in possession of a firearm. Members, I've talked about the tragedy at Pulse in many ways. The tragedy at Pulse was many things. It was an act of terror. It was a mass shooting. But it was also a hate crime. Could this amendment have stopped that? No. But is it totally unfathomable that the shooter at Pulse wouldn't have punched a gay man in the face and called him a fag and possibly had assault and battery charges held against him and then he wouldn't have been able to buy that firearm. There's a lot of hypotheticals here, members, but we're trying to prevent the next mass shooting. Something happened to me when I was in college that shaped who I am today. I survived a hate crime attack on campus at UCF. I was called faggot. I was punched in the face multiple times. The person who perpetrated this crime was under house arrest, owned a firearm. When the prosecutors came forward with their charges, they absolutely threatened to the perpetrator of this crime that they would have heightened penalties under the Florida hate crimes law if he didn't agree to plead guilty to these charges. He agreed. He went to jail for 11 months. But members, for someone like that, 
who targeted me and my friend simply for being who we are and actually committed an act of violence, assault, and battery against me, a hate crime. Is this the type of person that we want buying firearms? Maybe, maybe the next shooter is plotting their mass shooting right now against a group they hate. I know that we can't stop every mass shooting, but members, we got to try. And we got to try a lot harder than we're trying right now. So I urge you to please support Representative Jaquette's good amendment. Thank you. That was uh, State Representative Carlos Guillermo Smith, a Democrat from District 49 over in Winter Park. Let's uh, listen in. Just said, and I do want to remind us that this is a very good amendment, and we should definitely take it. If we look at Statute 775.085, it clearly says that the degree of misdemeanor or felony, if that commission of offense evidence prejudice based on race, color, ancestry, ethnicity, and religion, it is already in statute, members. This is just reinforcing what is already in statute. We should support Representative Al Jaquette's good amendment because it already exists, and we want to ensure that we're continuously following the Constitution. It's already in here. Let's support this good amendment. Additional debate. Additional debate. Representative Jaquette, you're recognized to close. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Again, members. The statute 775.085 says that all crimes, if motivated by hate, please listen, members, all crimes, if motivated by hate, gets bumped up. So if it's second-degree misdemeanor, it goes up to first. If it was first-degree misdemeanor, it's now a third-degree felony. Again, this is Representative Al Jaquette uh, from West Palm Beach, District 88. We'll try and see if we get this vote in. This will be the last uh, amendment we'll cover today as uh, we're approaching uh, uh, the climax of today's program. To repeal, to fix, it states that all crimes, including misdemeanors, I, I don't care if you've seen it or not, all crimes, including misdemeanors, gets bumped up one degree if it was motivated by hate all i'm saying because prior legislatures decided to write this language and this is what i have in front of me i want to tweak the language to make it such that those folks whoever they are who commit a misdemeanor that gets classified as a hate crime they should not be able to get a weapon Thank you, Madam Speaker, and I urge you to vote up on this very good amendment. All those in favor of the adoption of the amendment signify by saying yay. Yay. Opposed, nay. Vote. Show the amendment fails. Seeing five hands, the clerk will unlock the machine, and the members will proceed to vote. Have all members voted. Have all members voted. The clerk will lock the machine and announce the vote. 41 yays, 75 nays, Madam Speaker. Show the amendment fails. Read the next amendment. Okay, and uh, so that's the latest amendment to, to fail. Uh, for those of you who have been listening, a common theme here. And for our audience uh, here on our Fate Talk, 
side. Uh, I'm going to ask you to pray for all the members of the Florida House this evening, especially our prayer warriors, as you can uh, see. For those on the left, they may have a a different worldview than I have, but uh, it is a worldview that uh, is very important to them, very passionate to them. And um, they are going to be presenting amendment after amendment for their worldview and their positions. And then you have the the conservatives who are um, uh, patiently um, sitting and uh, participating in the process as this goes on. This is going to be a long process tonight. Uh, the bill is uh, Senate Bill 7026, and uh, there's going to be a lot of votes on the record. And um, as this uh, continues to unfold into the evening, it's going to be a long and arduous process. Um, and again, if you would just pray for the process, this gives you this is a good idea for those of you who tune in from time to time uh, for our coverage. We've been doing this for several years, the Bill Bunkley Show. Um, what you've heard over the last two hours, and I know Jose Cruz, a very much a Second Amendment supporter, uh, producing our show today, Mike Miracles on Vacation. Um, this gives you a pretty good idea of um, a lot of uh, what the we dysfunction. Do. The word is dysfunction. Well, yes, you could say that to some degree, but uh, um, it's not all the glamorous. Uh, uh, investment of time that maybe many people think it is because there's a lot of well there's a lot of behind the scenes work uh usually i i uh, most of the bills that come to committee i don't speak i'll go on the record support or oppose it's uh, we do most of our work behind the scenes uh with our relationship with members but at least uh, you're having a, a good idea when you listen to the news tonight and you'll hear a lot of the news outlets uh, basically lambasting the legislature, probably over the teacher, arming the teachers, or the shotguns, or the AR-15, or the magazines, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you've had a little bit of an idea of uh, by listening in depth, for those of you who have been uh, wanting to learn about the process, you've, you've got a little bit different idea and you'll have a different perspective than uh, those that are going to be uh, watching the news tonight. It also gives the listener a pretty good idea of what happens when you have a, uh, a party in control of the legislature at the state level. And this is the risk that we run, listener, out there uh, when we get into the midterm and so on and so forth. It's important for you to go out there and vote. Uh, the Christian conservatives that are listening to this show, you've got a taste of what it's like, what happens uh, it could just be the other way around if the Republicans were not in control. Just think about that. Yeah, things could flip one day and the Republicans could find themselves not in the majority in the Florida House or Senate. Then they would be the ones sitting on the back row and uh, yelling, kicking and screaming while the Democrats are in control. Same thing as what we're seeing in the Congress. So I will tell you that elections matter. Doing your homework, uh, praying about uh, First of all, praying for God to lift up a a godly man or woman to represent your district. And then B, identifying who that man or woman is. And then uh, getting behind that person. And if you have kids and family, let them be involved as well so they can see how the process works and how important it is behind the scenes. But uh, but, um, we're going to keep our eye on this. And uh, you can imagine this is just one bill. The clock is ticking. And we're getting down to the end of the session. And so um, this bill is going to be, uh, is going to look different than the Senate bill. When they're done here in the House, guess what? 
the bill's going to have to go back over to the Senate. And so uh, we've got the long way to go, and your prayers are very important. Hey, we're just about out of time, but to tune in tomorrow as we continue to cover the Florida legislature in this bill. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth. He'll have a great message for you. Be sure to stay tuned. I know you will be blessed in the form. I'm Bill Bunkley to tomorrow at 4. Have a great evening. God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.